Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello and welcome to another episode, number 52, of the Empowered Hormones podcast. It's so great to have you here and I really love connecting with these guys on the podcast. I was thinking about it today, um, it's actually weekend and Saturday afternoon, sitting down to record my podcast. Usually I do it on Fridays, but I've had a lot of guests on lately um, and I spent the Fridays recording with them, but I do also have some other awesome guests coming up. So keep your eyes peeled for the next couple months because I'm recording in the next few weeks and I've got some amazing, amazing women lined up to share some great things with these guys and exercise, um, nutrition, stress, over-exercising. Yeah, I've got some really, really amazing guests coming up, so I'm super excited about that. Um, but what was I saying? Yes, yeah, so Saturday afternoon, reflecting on the podcast, going, it's such a great way to share because I find on Instagram, uh, stuff gets lost really quickly and you also kind of go on tangents. I also go on tangents on stories sometimes about random stuff, um, but it's not as structured. So you can't just go, oh, I want to know what Sheridan thinks about, let's just say today's episode, uh, destroying my digestion, losing my sex drive, having no libido, you know, that female trying to do it all, but you flick to your Instagram and it's like, oh, okay, well, what's actually on there? So it's just a really great way to connect and learn. And I feel like when I talk to women who've listened to the podcast and they then go, Sheridan, I want to work with you. I want to get to the root cause. I want to start to heal my periods, my digestion. Uh, they feel like they already know me in a sense. And I feel like these guys have your finger on the pulse a bit with me and what I'm like and my personality already because you listen to the podcast. And I kind of like that because I classify, so here's another little side tangent. When I did the branding for my website and really dug deep into um, who am I, what kind of person am I and how do I want to connect with the women and how can I empower and educate these guys to the best of my ability but taking on my personal characteristics and that was sort of branded up in this thing of you know the the girl next door that's sort of what me and Laura went with when we were working on the creatives for you know just Sheridan Decker and SheridanDecker.com and that's the kind of person I want to be I'm not trying to be your doctor say like I'm not trying to be this massive intellectual being in a sense like, like oh, that's too hard I don't understand anything she's talking about but I want to be you know that that sister, that friend, that mother, that, that kind of reference point where you go, hey, I've got a question about my periods, I should ask Sheridan. Or hey, why am I bloated all the time? I should ask Sheridan. Just that friend that you can go, Sheridan, what's going on? Rather than going, can you explain the intricacies of me of the 10 different types of bacteria, how they interact, why they hang out in groups, like that information is all there and that I do understand that side of things, but 
I want to be relatable and I want you to feel comfortable with asking me questions and yeah trying to bridge that gap in between rather than just being that really structured health professional but also your friend as well and I think I love that about the podcast because you get to know me and understand that I'm a human being with a lot of flaws um, but I do my best every week to present you with topics that I feel like you'll be able to connect with and take something away from as well. So anyway, a little bit of a ramble. Um, If you are listening to this though and you do want to use nutrition to support your gut or your IBS symptoms, aka irritable bowel syndrome, which we all know is a IBS, is a BS diagnosis, um, as well as refeed your microbiome. So remember that as a valuable podcast listener, you do get 10% off my nutritional strategies for IBS short course. So there's... Um, about 10 different little steps through there where we look at specifically constipation, supplements of constipation, foods of constipation, same with loose stools and then same with rebuilding that gut microbiome as well and why that's so important. So jump to the website www.sheridandecker.com and go have a listen to or have a listen, have a look at that, um, pop in podcast 10 to get that discount on that one as well because i would love to help you in an additional concept besides just the podcast uh so today i am talking about how trying to do it all that's in quotes air quotes destroyed my digestion and sex drive so being a really a-type personality and driven female i do classify myself as that woman who is trying to do it all and do all the things and do it all at once and i took that approach with my gut i took that approach with my hormones i was like got to do this got to do that got to do the supplements got to do the protocols got to do the diet got to do it now like got to treat my candida now got to treat my blasto which is a parasite now got to da 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 and that was actually probably the worst thing for me because when you're in a stress state you can't heal properly okay and I when I first developed my conditions so that was when I was 18 I went away to Bali I got food poisoning didn't know it at the time but that's when the parasites bacteria would have embedded in my gut that's when my immune system got really overactive um, and developed that sort of autoimmune condition around SIBO so small intestinal bacteria overgrowth And ever since then, I had issues with my periods, with my digestion, uh, with my bloating, with my fatigue, with my dermatitis, all those kinds of things controlled in together. But on top of that, I was so stressed because I was studying at the time. So my background is actually sports science before I went on to do Masters of Nutrition. And I was studying, I was exercising a lot. I was a real stressy person um, in and out of study. So I was over-exercising. I was doing CrossFit five to seven times a week. My family was going through a really rough patch as well. So I had this extra emotional stress. Um, and I just really became addicted to controlling my body image because when I could control my body image, I felt like I was controlling the other areas of my life as well. So that included healthy eating, that included tracking calories. Um, at the time, it was around 1,200 calories, and I did not look at protein, carbs, fats. So I have no idea what I would have been eating as far as those because I was just looking at the number, which I know now way better, and that was a huge mistake. Um, But if I would get scared or overwhelmed, if I just went back to that, tracking calories, I knew I'd lose weight. It was just one thing that was 100% certain in my life. Um, And I really clung onto that um, 
just out of fear, out of stress, out of uncertainty. It was, yeah, like I said, it was an element I could control. And same with uni, like I was a HD student. I got ducks in my university uh, graduation just because it, again, was if I worked hard, I got good results, full stop. That's just, you know, the, the buck stopped with me in a sense. Whereas with my family and those things that I couldn't control, it was really hard for me because I, I'm quite a controlling person. So... As females, we if we are in that what's called overmethylation or A-type personality, we do try to control all the things and trying to do it all can affect our gut and our sex drive because not only do we put ourselves in a stressed state, which makes it harder for your gut to heal because not only does digestion slow down so you're not breaking down food properly and you get bloating or constipation, um, but also your stomach acid decreases, which can increase your risk of infection. So if you find you're refluxing or burping, or again, you're getting a fullness really quickly after eating, especially high protein meals, it's possible you've got low stomach acid, uh, which again, like I said, if you're, if you're stressed, that'll be a way to reduce it. Um, but also poor metabolic function because your body's uh, trying to slow down all its energy production and therefore it's also not trying to break down food properly because it's slowing your metabolic rate um, and what was the other thing I was going to say yeah zinc as well if you're deficient in zinc we need enough zinc to produce stomach acid as well so there is that stress element but also it can cause your immune response to decrease. So anyone who's done a GI map or a GR360 stool test will know there's a little marker called SIG IGA, which is just looking at your immune response. And for me, mine's always been really, really low because I've often been in a stressed state. And even when I started my business, I was really stressed. Um, because it was a massive change throwing in my full-time job which was consistent income to going full-time and taking the leap of faith in myself and I actually came across a text I sent to my dad the other day where I was like hey dad I really just want to do this I should just take the leap and I should just do it and go full-time with my business and that was in January or February and I didn't take the leap till October so it was like a good 10 months later that I actually went no I'm, I've got to do this I just kept doing it part-time nights evenings weekends it was really hard um it was it was very tiring and then I went part-time with my job and I went I think three days and then I had two days of doing my business um so it was just yeah seeing people mapping things out and again it was it was really hard because I was trying to do both of them my half an hour lunch break uh, so this was when I was lecturing so I used to teach those studying cert three and four in fitness so I was at my lecturing job and in my lunch break, so I was checking my emails and rescheduling clients who, you know, um, were changing appointments or wanted to get in for appointments. And it was just, it was such a stressy day because I was waking up early. I was training in the morning before work. So I would go for a run or something. I'd get ready. I'd go to work. I would either, yeah, do emails in my lunch break or I would actually go to the gym again in my lunch break. And then... I'd work the afternoon, finish at 5.30, and sometimes I would even do a second or third exercise after work, um, and then have dinner and work late into the night. So it was just, it was crazy. It was no wonder. <laughs> I think back now, I go, man, Elijah, and how did you do that? How did you do that? No wonder my body was in that stressed state. But 
when that happens that does impair digestion but it also if you have low stomach acid or low immune you are more at risk of infection as well so it was harder to heal my gut when I was so stressed because my body just wasn't in a good position to fight these things um, and you do get a high recurrence rate in people who are prone to stress or um, especially in things like IBS or SIBO so if you've got that small intestinal bacteria overgrowth usually it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when are you going to relapse and managing that so prokinetics which are things like ginger um, your bitter herbs just to stimulate motility and just to support your body you can either stay on those sort of long term or you give it two three four six months and then if your symptoms start coming back then you've got to do a round of antimicrobials and you may need to do that every six to twelve months do a round just to stay on top of it it really depends on your gut on how severe your small intestinal bacterial overgrowth was or is or your large intestinal bacterial overgrowth is so for me i stand top of it um and i'm very very aware of my gut <laughs> i laugh again because i was actually talking to my housemate the other day about um something about my hormones or i said oh i think i'm ovulating i didn't look properly at my temperature track but i was like oh i've had a few like more cystic pimples and um i was super tired um, I'm really hungry. There was just a few things and I was like, mm, something's not quite right for my body. I must be close to ovulation or I'm close to my period. I can't remember what it was. Um, and she was like, wow, you're so in tune with your body. And I'm like, well, I am, but it's also what I do for a living. But I also interest me, so my gut, like if I'm not having, you know, and too much information here, but if I'm not having three regular good bowel movements in a day, which is what my body's used to because I eat a lot of fiber and a lot of um, fruits and veggies and things so I've got a high turnover or if someone's not eating nearly as much fiber you're obviously not going to have as many bowel movements because there's not as much to pass through but if that changes like if I eat a lot of white rice or a little bit more processed food that will definitely slow down like motility significantly decreases in me and that is something that I'm really conscious of as well and just being like okay what's what's going on with my gut have I eaten too much of this or too much of that and everyone's digestion is different and can tolerate different things so obviously talk to your nutritionist if you find that that is a symptom that you're struggling with but anyway I digress I digress um and then when it comes to hormones as women trying to do it all for me a big thing was yeah getting to that burnout point so when we're in go 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 our cortisol which is our you know if you think of your go hormone that sits quite high because you're in that sort of stress state your body's pushing a lot of that out but if you're in that for some people it's six to twelve months some people it's a couple of years and it may be from different things like mine was raised because of exercise really poor blood sugar balance like i was always training on an empty stomach i wasn't refueling properly i wasn't eating properly um I had emotional stress, I had internal stress, all the gut stuff going on. So there was a few different elements there that was pushing mine up as well. But if we've got high cortisol, that can, you know, lower our progesterone, our ability to ovulate because our body is going, well, I'm running from a tiger. I'm not trying to make a baby right now, which is going to impact, um, yeah, your, your hormones, your also the length of your cycle the pms symptoms around your cycle if you are more stressy then you will notice probably more symptoms around your period or ovulation as well and coincidentally this is of course going to affect your sex drive so 
if you notice that you've got a lowered libido, um, low body temp, kind of those, you know, fatigue, poor digestion, and like I said, yeah, that low libido, then you've got to go, okay, what's my metabolic rate now and what's going on with my body? Why is my libido so low? Is it because testosterone is low? Usually that's the case, but then we go, why is testosterone low? And often that comes back to an adrenal issue as well. So really understanding that we we need to respect our bodies we need to honor our cycles we need to understand that our body is going through a monthly cycle as well we need to go if i need to slow down then that's something i need to listen to if i'm really tired or if i'm sleeping eight or nine hours and waking up tired or i'm not sleeping properly my body's trying to tell me something and i know it's hard to say no in a world where we feel so pressured to say yes and to be that person who's there for people and is there for your kids and is there for your husband or your partner and who might be you know the homemaker doing all the things around the house or might be the income earner or you might be studying as well as working you're doing it all when i see you when i, I watch so many of you on instagram doing all the things and my heart goes out to you because I'm that person as well and I, I understand what it's like and you know as we wrap up the year I want you to reflect on how busy you were this year how many things did you take on what challenges did you face and how can you change this in the coming year what's your body telling you about the amount you're taking on uh, are your periods a little bit out of whack? Are they a little bit long? Are they a little bit heavy? Were you relying too much on caffeine or alcohol? And did this impact your liver's ability to clear your estrogen, giving you those heavy, painful periods? Or, you know, was your nutrition all over the place because you were just eating on the go or weren't having time to eat properly? And does that mean you weren't having regular bowel movements, which again is going to impact that estrogen? how's your cortisol how's your adrenal glands functioning so rather than being the female who does it all can we instead focus on finding balance balance between health balance with our career balance with fitness and the type and the way we exercise balance with our nutrition taking away the guilt but rather going how can I best nourish my body? But beyond that, so many of you are already nourishing your bodies. You're already doing the right things and you're not getting better and you're still having symptoms. So what is your body telling you? Maybe it's time that we listen to that and listen to our body rather than taking on, not even it's not even always society's expectations of us. It's our own expectations of us to be so perfect in a sense as well and for me that was definitely a thing if if i could be perfect everything else would be okay and the reality was even when i did perfect at university and i did nothing else was okay things didn't get better i actually didn't feel any better when i got those really good marks it's beyond that and saying i could get as skinny as i wanted at one point i was way too skinny but i could control that but i wasn't any happier so let's try and find balance with our gut. Let's try and find balance with our hormones. Let's see what things we can drop, what things we can change so that we become more aligned with maybe the person we want to be or we wish we were rather than the person we are right now in this moment. So I hope this episode was helpful. I hope it gave you something to reflect on and understand that I've been there, I am there, <laughs> and I'm struggling just as much as you are. But 
I also want to support my digestion. I want to have a healthy, strong sex drive. I want to have regular pain-free periods. And I know that you do too. And I wish that, you know, I could reflect on myself sometimes and be like, Sheridan, remember what that burnout felt like. Don't let yourself go there again. So please reach out on Instagram if you resonate with this and that's something that you struggle with and let me know what you're struggling with so that I can help you as well. But please leave me a little review and please share this episode. Uh, Share it with others so that they may benefit from it as well. And other than that, have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking. Music.